Hi guys, welcome back to my first official episode. So I'm gonna be honest, I it's like the sixth time I'm recording the beginning of this because I get to like the two or three minute mark and I feel like I could have just done it better and I just don't sound that good right now. Um, by the way, I recorded my car because I tried so many different spots in my house. Like, I was literally sitting down on the floor in my dining room to see if that would be, like, quiet enough. And I went down to the garage and tried it, and it just doesn't sound good. But I'm here, I'm parked in my old high school. <laughs> um, there are, like, kids playing, like, tennis and, like, middle school is walking around with their Starbucks, but... Um, I'm just sitting here. I went to a cafe. I got my ice mocha. Wait, can you hear it? Ooh, ASMR. Okay. <laughs> I got my metal straw. Oh, ew. Okay. You know, I'm just going to keep going. Um, so I noticed from my first trailer, which I put out about two and a half weeks ago. And it's been a while since I started to record my second one because obviously I got insecure again. I was scared people would find it. And... I'm sure people won't find it for a very long time. Maybe never, which I would love. But um, I did get one listen, which I'm very happy about. That's very meaningful to me. Maybe it's not a lot, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, it made me really happy, you know, that someone would listen to it because I worked hard at it and I feel like I really put myself out there, even though, you know, anyway. Um, there's obviously a lot of nervousness and awkwardness when you first, like, start to record. Like, as soon as I press that button... I just like feel this pressure on myself to sound very eloquent or very knowledgeable and I want to use like big words and stuff like that but obviously that's not me in real life you know like I definitely did cut out a lot of stuff I edited that episode mainly because I keep using the word like like why do I keep using that word I feel okay I, I know I'm going to use it a bunch of times in this episode and I can't even cut it out sometimes because I would use it like See, I just did it. Immediately following the word before. So I would say something like, um, the dog-like. Like, if I said the dog-like, like, it's, com- it's what is it, connected to the word dog. So if I try to split it, it doesn't flow to the next sentence. Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I say that a lot too, you know what I mean? Even though I'm literally not even talking to anyone. I'm sitting here in my old car. Um... Anyway, (laughs) I wanted to talk about code switching today. That's the topic of today's episode. And that kind of relates to what I was feeling listening back to that trailer because the tone is sometimes it's different. You know, if someone were to listen to that trailer, like my sister were to listen to it, she obviously knows what my real voice sounds like. And honestly, maybe maybe you have heard this word before. I'm sure you have. Um, if, If you haven't, it's basically... I pulled this up from my lecture two semesters ago because I am studying things related to code switching. So um, my major is related to like language and speech. Um, I'll just tell you my major. I don't think I said it in my last episode. It's I'm double majoring. So my first one is officially titled Communicative Sciences and Disorders, which is like speech pathology, speech therapy. You probably heard of it as. Um, the second one is Global Public Health, which is... I pretty sure self-explanatory it's in the name global public health and i'm also planning to minor in american sign language so yeah i found this definition of code switching from my lecture two semesters ago 
it says it means to switch back and forth between different registers, dialects, or languages. And the possible purposes for code switching means group membership or difference uh, for emphasis, humor, or clarity. Okay, so let me just break down the definition in a more simple way. So let me give an example. Um, code switching, you could be like, the way you talk to your teachers or professors if you're in college is different from how you would talk to like your younger sibling. Obviously, right? Um, you might use words like, hey, like you hungry? And you don't say like, are you hungry? You say, you hungry? And you, you know the meaning of that phrase. You know, they understand. You can communicate perfectly fine. If you were to ask um, like your professor if you want to like meet up for office hours or something, like you write a formal email. You know, there, there are certain like social cues that you use to uh, speak and communicate with people who, I, I don't know, maybe in like the professional world, keep that kind of professional relationship with. And that is one example of code switching. I want to talk about this because... It's so hard to maintain one code. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's perfectly normal to keep code switching throughout the day even. You know, you're constantly using different tones and different um, methods of speaking because you're, you encounter so many different kinds of people. Um, maybe not nowadays because of COVID and everything. But I wanted to talk about this one story in middle school. Okay, so let's set the scene here first. Um, the story is from when I was in 5th or 6th grade, I think. So back in middle school, long time ago. Um, I live in a very small town, um, in a very white and privileged town, which I am not. Um, oh wait, no, I take that back. I'm not white, but I definitely am privileged in a lot of ways that, I, you know, I admit. Um, but yeah, so back in middle school, there were, there was this group of 8th grade girls who were cool you know they're the popular kids they're very pretty and nice and social um and i used to play a lot of sports back then so middle school i think i played softball mostly um so yeah those girls were also on the softball team so i knew them outside of school and i remember when i saw them in the hallways and stuff like that like you know they were okay i don't know how to say this but um, so I'm 5'1", okay, so I'm very small and petite, even though I'm in college now. Um, I mean, not that, like, your height is, like, you know, you know what I mean, like, I'm, I'm short, it runs in my family. Um, so you can imagine, in middle school, I was freaking puny, I was tiny, okay? And here comes the code switching part. So I use, like, this baby voice, okay? It's, like, the high-pitched, squeaky, very, very cutesy and soft and gentle and... Okay, I look back, okay, I can imagine that voice. I remember me using that voice very distinctly in my head, and I hate it so much now, but that's the voice I use when I talk to these older girls, okay? So when they would see me in the hallways, they would really, like, you know, they would dote on me, and they would really show affection and love, and they would really hug me, like, oh my god, like, Minhee, you're so cute, like, oh my god, and, like, obviously, like, I liked that attention back then, because, you know, I'm, like, I wasn't a popular kid in 5th or 6th grade. I was just, like, that short, smart, shy girl. Shy Asian girl. Okay, you know what? No, let's start with the stereotypes, okay? It never really talks a lot, but these older, popular girls would always be like, Oh my god, Minhee, oh my god, Minhee. And obviously, that's the attention, like... I don't know, like, you, you like that kind of attention back then. You know, it's like, oh my god, am I, like, cool? Am I popular? And, which I wasn't, but... Yeah, so I used his baby voice, and... I don't, when I think back on it, it's just, like, so annoying, 
you know like it's just so i'm just like why was i like that like what made me like discover these two environments because the thing is i did not use that voice when i was with my closest friends your or just even just classmates i did not use that voice um i used it when i was like with people i wanted their love and attention from and for some reason i put two and two together for some like random two and twos like that i had to sound cute in order to be perceived as a cute person and i don't know why my big goal back then was to be cute but apparently it was um and so i would i would use that voice and the reason i talk about the story was i wanted to explain how that kind of changed but also persisted when i um entered high school so high school i feel like i found a little bit more of a middle ground i discovered my voice was definitely not that high you can kind of hear it now and i might even be talking a little bit higher just because i am recording a podcast my voice is pretty low i would say um on the lower side and and of course like there's gonna be the voice you have to use a certain kind of voice when you're talking with your professors and teachers like i mentioned before but mm, i didn't want to be seen as fake okay and here's the thing about being fake okay i feel like your voice tone has a lot has shows a lot about who you are or like people think they know you based on your voice if you know in like new jersey there is like this jersey or valley voice of, of like the popular white girls and okay i don't know how to i don't know how to imitate it um but i'm sure you've seen it on like tv and stuff but it's just like that very preppy up high like voice and stuff like that um and i feel like people might judge you based on the how you sound you know and i know a lot of girls or just a lot of people in general are very insecure about how their voice sounds like um but in in high school i feel like i kind of associated having a different voice tone in different situations as being fake and i don't think i judged other people that much as much as i judged myself i like for me personally i do not want to be seen as fake okay maybe that's a very simple sentence like no one wants to be seen as fake but i really take that seriously you know i never want to come off as superficial or someone who like trying to be someone i'm not like i want to be as raw as i can and i want to treat people and be myself as much as i can in every situation obviously that does not go in my favor because of social anxiety that i have which is really bad but um i try my best to kind of present myself in the same way i would to a lot of people so in college even to my professors i would my voice tone is really honestly not that different even to my professors i would be like hi like i have a question like obviously i would use a little bit more proper words to speak with them but my tone for the most part would stay the same like i don't want to seem like i'm trying to like like you know you know what i'm saying like, i don't want to seem like i'm trying to be fake and like be like oh my god professor professor you know like, i don't want to seem like that i want to be as real as i can and i i try to hold myself to that standard but every time i would code switch which i want to point out is a very normal thing um i learned this in my major and so like you should never shame someone for code switching like code switching is so normal like everyone does it but i was shaming myself i was i didn't want to be fake because i hate fake people like everyone no one likes fake people you know um and i remember this girl 
no, you know, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to bash other people. But there were, I'll say generally, there were people definitely in high school that did use a different voice. And especially when girls would talk to guys. Because, come on, like, high school is a time when, like, girls want to be like, oh, my God, I want a boyfriend and stuff. And um, I'm just going to be honest. Like, that was never me. Like, I never had interest in that. Um, my best friend would best friends like they would all tell you that like i literally have not liked a guy in so long um which is maybe kind of sad like i feel like i want to crush but yeah because that was not my interest i never felt like i wanted to seem a certain way by changing the tone of my voice but for some other girls and i'm not gonna judge them because maybe they have like their own insecurities and stuff but they would use different voices you know what i'm saying like when they're talking to guys they would be like oh my god, like, oh wait, that's like the, that's like the, what is it, a uh, value voice I'm kind of talking about, okay, um, they would kind of seem, like, needy, and, like, really, like, cute, and, like, sexy, and, like, want to get attention from other guys, and, like, that really irked me, okay, because I do not like that, like, I'm just, like, like, why, you know, maybe because I have gone through it before in middle school, I realized how that could really affect how you perceive yourself, because, when I think about the baby voice that I used, I wonder, like, what was wrong with me? Like, why was I so insecure that I felt like I needed to change my voice and seem like a different person than I really am? And I think your voice tone or just how you speak, um, you can seem either very confident or very insecure based on how you speak. And I know that some people do not have control over that. Sometimes you your voice just just it doesn't sound like maybe what people think like oh they say you look like and i'm sure you see it on tiktok like when people do those trends and they like do voiceovers of other like celebrities and be like oh my god who do i sound like right and your image of them definitely changes based on who they sound like and that is one level of judgment that i want to take away because i know this is kind of a confusing episode because i'm also saying like oh like why are you being fake um but I just want to say that maybe, like, I don't want to say that you are fake. Like, I would never be like, you are fake. As I got to college and just with my major and everything, I realized that language and the way we communicate, that has so much more of an impact than you really think it does. Like, for example, like, I literally judge people based on their, their voice, you know? And I judge myself based on my voice. But I think it's important to, like, remind yourself that, first of all, everyone does it. And maybe the way that you do it has a bigger discrepancy than other people do it. But I think just kind of realizing, make sure that you are true to yourself, you know? Make sure that when you do code switch, that you're doing it because it's just normal like everyone else. Not because you want to seem like someone you're not. Like, when I talk to a professor, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. I'm just trying to respect them and be like, have an effective communication, you know, thing with them. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. But on the other hand, like, if I was, like, with people I'm meeting for the first time, it's social anxiety and everything, um, I feel like I try to sound more outgoing or more, I, I don't know, like, then, then I really am. I think it's important to portray yourself in a way that not only they will respect you, but you will respect yourself because that's the most important thing. Like, you need to respect yourself. Like, you need to love yourself, as cheesy as that sounds. But don't, like, be more aware, you know, of, of how you speak and stuff like that. And don't judge other people because you might be doing the same thing. Um, obviously, natural code switching 
I, I said again and I will repeat again, it's very normal. But when you do code switch, I think it's important that you realize... Okay, this is so, getting so confusing, but I just want to say that try to be true to yourself. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Like, get to know yourself first. Because then naturally, like, people will see that in you. Like, you don't have to fake anything. And, like, people won't have to judge you for the way you sound because they will just be able to see in you that you are not being fake you know no matter what your voice sounds like and i'm saying this because like voice insecurities is like it's like a very niche thing and i don't think a lot of people talk about it but i've had a lot of insecurities about my voice too like i don't i don't know like maybe the vocabulary i use like maybe i don't sound smart enough or maybe i sound too smart that's a level of insecurity that i think could really you, you like people can really like it could go away if you really think about it and be more introspective in that way and obviously the ultimate goal is to you know be more confident like everyone wants to be more confident and those small insecurities like with your voice like i would love if people were to be able to overcome that and realize that it's okay you know and just find ways to build an authentic version of yourself and not having to sound fake you know um again here i go i keep saying you know that i'm insecure about that i'm insecure about saying like and it you know all the time i'm gonna work on it the way that you are trying to be authentic is gonna look differently than another person trying to look authentic and there should not be any judgment there because you guys are if you guys are both like genuinely trying to be good people and genuinely trying to be real people everyone around you will see that we see this all around us we hate on people who are fake on the internet because we see through all that bs and we praise celebrities who are real and raw with us and while what i just said is true um and it supports my whole idea of like being authentic and how people will just know from the way you carry yourself i think it's also super important to mention that we are also humans and therefore we make wrong judgments of certain famous people and we might misunderstand them when in actuality maybe they were actually trying to be truthful with us and that's why this is such a complicated topic this episode isn't like meant to be a solution to that because like how would i know that how would i know the answer to the question of how to be authentic but also handle the judgment of other people when that's not really what you meant you know there's so much miscommunication that could come from that but the message that i want to put across is just what I've learned in my 19 years of living, you know? Um, most of us are lucky. We are not in the public eye 24-7. We can be authentic in person. We can show that we're genuine through our actions and through our words and what I talked about in this episode in particular, the way we speak, you know, our voice, our tone. And yeah, there will still be judgment. I, I admit, like in high school drama and gossip and all that that was like such a big thing and i have definitely gossiped like just amongst like my closest friends like obviously i have never been malicious and wanted to like spread these rumors and stuff like that but like talking about other people and like whether they are real or you know or whether they're fake is such a common thing to talk about and it's sad because it's hard to find that middle ground because maybe someone is being truly authentic and it just doesn't come across that way but i honestly truly believe that if you are trying to have the purest intentions to be genuine and be authentic and be the best version of yourself i really believe that if 
you are trying to do all those things, then other people will see that. Like, you will not be seen as fake. And I feel like that could be kind of controversial. But if you think about it, like, celebrities, you can't... It's hard to trust them. But if you hear another... Like, say, like, see an interview of someone talking about their experience experience working with, like, another co-worker, like, on a movie or something, you will trust that person's opinion of them. Because, like, what do they really have to lose from saying anything good or saying anything bad, like, at all about that person? You know, it kind of makes you trust them more. Because at the end of the day like there has to be some genuine people in the world like we're not all fake and maybe i'm i'm like sorry like if if there are people who are like really being authentic and they have been called fake in the past um but for me in my personal experiences and how i've lived so far which i haven't lived a lot i i know like i'm definitely on the younger side in terms of like the whole life timeline but I can tell when someone is being authentic, you know, and you you will see that, especially I feel like high school is like the trial, like it's like it really tests you and obviously there will always be judgment and I can't control that. I can't control what other people will say about me behind my back. Obviously, people will always be judgmental, but I literally cannot control that. You can't control what other people are saying behind your back. The only thing you can control is how you carry yourself and how you are as a person and as a citizen in society in the world you know and that sounds so dramatic but i am really passionate about that like i want to be the best version of myself in front of other people not because i want to be that perfect person in their eyes but i want to be someone who i am proud of in my own eyes and that's literally the only thing you can control you can't control anything else so why focus on that so that's why i wanted to talk about this voice insecurity it's, it's such a small little layer that many people might not even struggle with but it's something i've struggled with in the past and i think if you kind of are able to move past little you know like little insecurities at a time maybe eventually you will get to the best version of yourself because i'm not there yet so i am still trying to peel back those layers of insecurity and trying to move past those things that make me um not as confident as as i would like to be so yeah i just want to end with that i'm sure that I have contradicted myself a bunch of times in this episode and it's so hard to organize these kinds of things because there is no right or wrong answer I'm literally just speaking from personal experience and just my personal beliefs so um I hope that my good intentions are kind of shown in this podcast because I'm not trying to like I don't don't know I don't want to like send a bad message in any way um but yeah I hope you guys enjoyed this episode or to that one person who will listen to this um thank you and uh yeah I'll be back for another episode in next week's thing (laughs) that was okay in next week's episode um I don't know what I'm gonna be talking about just yet um possibly I might do an episode about body image because um yeah it's pretty fresh in my mind right now because i just met a friend and we talked like for like 45 minutes about it and it just made me realize a lot of things so um that would be really interesting and kind of fun to work out just talk about in my really messy disorganized way of speaking but yeah again thank you and i need to end this quickly because i keep rambling okay bye (laughs)